What's up, everybody? Good afternoon, and thanks for joining another episode of Josh Pitts Live. I've got one of my newest friends and probably one of the top influencers within the mortgage industry. This guy, he's a legend because him, him and his dad have been doing this for a long time, Andrew T. Berman. Now, I've got a real quick story. So the T, I don't know what the T stands for, and maybe you can tell us here in a second, but I got a quick story about my dad real quick, Andrew, because this is cool. So when I first saw your name, my dad was a huge influencer in the youth. Uh, growing up, my dad was always working with youth, always you know, a, an advisor to them within the scouting organization, always working with youth. And something he always used to say, it didn't matter if it was John Smith or whoever it was, he used to see, say John T. Smith. The T stands for trustworthy. My dad was always about trust and about integrity. So he always wow. called his boys by John T. Smith or Josh T. Pitts. That T standing for trustworthy. That was a big deal to my dad. So when I saw that, Andrew, so cool. trustworthy, Berman. So I like that. I like oh, the T there. But uh, that's sorry, quick story about my dad. And again, when I saw that, I'm like, yeah, integrity, trustworthy. And that's really who you are. Because again, you have, you're one of, you're the founder of Mortgage News Network. You're involved with the National Mortgage Professional Magazine. There's so many things that you have really led the way within the mortgage industry. So that's why I'm so excited to really get your opinion, to really be talking with you. And again, I'm very humbled and honored that you take a few minutes and hang out with us this afternoon. So thanks so much for joining awesome. us. Appreciate it, brother. Hey, listen, I appreciate it. I mean, so, I mean, this is a little awkward to be on, on this side of the camera, this side of, of answering questions. But, you know, when you, you brought this up, it was just an honor. And I appreciate, you know, all the nice things you're saying about me. Um, and uh, there's a really cool story about, about your dad, dad actually, and the, the T for trustworthy sounds very, very cool. Let me ask you a question about yeah. your dad. Um, what is like, you know, one of the biggest impacts he's had in your life? Oh, man, that's crazy that you even mentioned that because um, as I was getting ready for this and, and sharing that story, my dad has been the number one, a couple of days ago, I posted, you know, who is, who's been the biggest influencer in your life? And some people ask me, you know, who's been yes. the biggest influence yes. and yeah. my dad, my, my mom, of course, has been an influence, but my dad, especially, and it's little stories like that, that yeah. have had an impact on me throughout my entire life. What's crazy too, real quick side note is my dad, um, he's never supported me being an entrepreneur. He's always played the safe route. But when I first told him years and years ago, when I got into mortgage, I remember going to him and said, dad, I'm going to be a loan officer. And he's like, what the hell are you thinking? Like, he was like, what are you talking about? Like I, I was going to medical school and like, he wanted me to be that doctor. And he's like, wait, you're, you're going to give up all that. You work so hard. You're going to go be a loan officer. What are you doing? So, but my dad has always been, and I know your dad's played a huge role in your life as well. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's, he's my mentor. I, lo- I mean, I follow everything. I mean, the guy put me in business um, when I was, uh, listen, I was 17 years old. Technically, wow. not legally able to sign contracts, but he put me actually, you know, gave me a 1003 to go out there to try to originate mortgages. Um, there you the, go. A little uh, secret about me. I sucked as a loan originator, um, but I love the business. I had so much passion for the business, you know, to the idea of of doing the sales support and the marketing to allow our originators you know, to be able to create loans. That to me just was something I fell in love with instantly. Awesome. And again, and now you've, and you've been able to work with your dad pretty closely as you've built Mortgage News Network, uh, NMP, you've been able to really work with him through, through the years. And that's so cool. Do you still work with him now? Is he still entrenched in it? 
I'm blessed actually to see him just about every day. Well, I don't see wow. him every day. Um, I, I, we we talk multiple times a day. You know, talking about you know different opportunities. Um, so yeah, so we're um, we're like this. So, so there's there's not a day that so goes cool. by that we don't have you know multiple interactions. You know, he lives five minutes from my house, so wow. you know we uh, well at least once a week. Uh, you know, we get together uh, with the kids, and then Sunday we have uh, breakfast over at his place or someplace locally. So yeah. I'm I'm blessed actually to have him uh, on in my life uh, as much as I possibly can. So cool. So let me share this. Being that close to your dad is awesome. So me and my dad about two years ago. Again, me and my dad are best friends. Like we hang out all the time. We do a lot of things together. And about two years ago, the the house that we live in now, we found this beautiful ranch up in the mountains. And something ever since I was, you know, I moved out, and me and my wife, we started having kids. Me and my dad always talked about going back to the same house, and we found this ranch. And so we actually, me and my dad live together now. So well, I don't live with my dad, but we have our family, and his family is literally right next door. So one of the coolest things, my dad or my kids are, I think, more excited to see grandpa when he comes home than than they are to see me. So like, but it's cool. I love it. So having family and having a, having a fatherly influence is one of those things that's impacted me. And I know it's been huge for you. So very cool. Yeah. It's probably, it's probably because your kids look at, you know, you as, you know, your dad as a version of you without rules. Yeah. Right. Totally agree. <laughs> There's no rules with grandpa. They I literally, when I got home from my flight last night late, I get home and they're hanging out. I'm like, guys, it's like 10 30. It's time for bed. You got school tomorrow. And they're hanging out with grandpa. You know, that's just how it is. So, but no, I, I love my dad and appreciate him for all that he's done. So with that, I mean, we could talk about those influences all, all day long. So let's, I want to talk about something that's a hot topic and, and everybody's talking about it. And I just want to hear what your thoughts are on it. So Gary Vaynerchuk has uh, come out and he's, you know, he's had a couple of podcasts and he said that, you know, buying a home really is not the American dream anymore. It's not for everybody. And I want to hear your thoughts on this because I, you know, I've got a take on it, but I love hearing everybody's opinion. So what are your thoughts on what Gary's remarks have been? So me personally, I, I think the American dream is controlling your destiny. The American dream is actually is doing what you want to do because you want to do it. That, that to me is the American dream. Buying a home is not for everyone. There's no question about it. Some people actually, it does not make sense for. However, I think the majority of Americans are better positioned in home ownership. And I think the majority of of Americans, um, and there's a lot. I, I I forget what our home ownership rates are, are right now, but you know it is historically low. Um, and I think actually there's there's a lot of opportunity to get more people in homes, but it's definitely not for everyone. Sure. Um, I, listen, you and I both know Gary has to say things like that, uh, you know, to kind of to make sure people are paying attention to him. Make sure, and so so you know it's. Um, Okay, this is a horrible analogy, but using the uh, Roger Stone line, it's better to be uh, infamous than not famous at all. Uh, <laughs> there you it, go. It's true. Lot, I, I agree. I, it it, def, it definitely is. And there are a lot of people that are paying attention to what Gary says. Now, Gary's message overall is very important and very, very impactful. And I think actually, as originators, we should be doing more and um, paying attention to what Gary does, what Gary says, and you know his his kind of uh, uh, digital mayor. I think he uh, he's, keeps talking about being coming in the digital mayor, and I think there's a huge opportunity for mortgage originators uh, to become their local digital mayor. Um, you know, 
by doing it. So uh, Gary's just, he's got to say stuff like that to be inflammatory. But I mean, what are your thoughts? Do you think actually that, uh, you know, home ownership is the American dream? Absolutely. I, I think exactly what you said. It is what you make it. And if it's, if that's your dream, you know, I think it is instilled with us from a young age that you grow up, you go to college, you get a good job and you buy a house. And I just think as, as, millennials grow up as myself, everybody, there's a new, there's a new world out there and it doesn't have to technically be the American dream. I, it was my dream. I always wanted to own a home. I still, I'm going to, I still am a mortgage professional. So I still want to help people finance that American dream if they want it. But I've, I've had conversations with people that, you know, they're planning on moving in a year or in a year and a half, they're going to college or they're doing this or doing, they're doing that. And I've advised them, Maybe not. Now is not the time to buy a house. So I think when it comes down to it, we just need to be the experts in our field. And that's what I think loan originators are missing is we are those advisors. People don't know. This is, again, we don't get taught in school about buying a home, what it takes to buy a home, why we should buy a home, what it does for us financially, if it is an asset. So I think being those advisors, that's what really the originator should be. And that's, that's kind of my take on it is I think I definitely think it can be the American dream. Um, but again, it is not for everybody. And with that, I really kind of want to lead into to this. And, and you and I were talking about this before is be kind of becoming that digital mayor, that somebody that they listen to. You are an advisor. You are somebody they look to you. They trust you. And, and that's what we're, we're all about building relationships. So becoming that digital mayor, there's a lot of people saying, you know, we're going to be taken over by robots. It's, you know, just a matter of time before the originator is moot. Like we're not going to matter anymore. What are your thoughts on that? And how can we avoid it going forward? All right. So this is a very unpopular opinion and, and unfortunately, but, but at some point there won't be a, a loan originator, at least the, the role that we see him right now. Um, that's, that's 10 years down the road, maybe 15 years down the road. But it, at some point, you know, it's, I mean, if you think about this, so much of this, uh, of what an originator does is, is because our process is a pain in the ass. I mean, mm-hmm. just think about this. I mean, you, all the, data to make the decision is already out there. You know, we know actually how good you are paying your bills. We know how much money you're making by by seeing actually that flow coming into your bank accounts. You know, we know actually, you know, your 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 you know the 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 source of that income, how reliable it is. We know actually that what the data is worth. The data is already out there. It's just right now it's in these you know independent silos that just don't talk to each other. And you know, even the ones that are working within themselves, those independent silos aren't you know, are there's not in, the data is not actually trustworthy. I mean, the reason why actually the title industry it exists is because bad data. I mean, if you think right. about that, I mean, you, you just oh, take true. actually you know, the whole title insurance business is because you know we don't does the person really own it? Do they not own it? Was there this mechanic lien that didn't get cleared? So if you think about you know looking forward, you know maybe it's twenty years, maybe it's thirty years. If you look at blockchain technology. Not talking about Bitcoin or any of the cryptocurrencies, right, right. but you look at the blockchain technology. Blockchain technology has so much power to address property records and you know the, the chain of title has so much to it that it could do actually in terms of credit in deciding actually did this person really pay this bill or did they not pay their bill? And you know, there's of, of course the the contracts that are built into the blockchain technology. Um, so you take all those things together and we should be having an instant decision. But like I said, you know, 10, 20 years, who knows at that point. But um, 
in the near future, in the near future, we have, you know, a good, you know, five to 10 years of like being that digital mayor, being that local mortgage expert. Uh, and the best thing about it is right now. So everyone was scared about all this technology that was coming into play. I mean, you look at things that, uh, you know, obviously we had two years ago, the rocket exploded and everyone got scared and like, oh, what are we going to do? But now, actually, all that technology has come down to the independent originator. The mortgage brokers have this technology, so they can actually focus on creating that ultimate user experience in their local marketplace. And like we keep saying, being that digital mayor in that local market, it's a great time. So I, I, I look at actually like the next like you know one to five years is just an awesome time to be in the mortgage business, to be a mortgage broker, to be an independent uh, originator. That's that's my thought. No, and I, I absolutely agree. Now's the time. And it's a very interesting opinion because people ask me all the time, you know, what do you think technology is going to do? Here's my thoughts on it. I, I partly agree with you. I partly, I partly see it a different way, but I think you take advantage of it now. Who gives a shit what it's going to do in 10 years? Like focus on the here and now. So many people are worried about what's going to happen. They're so that they're letting that take over their daily routine. You're right here, right now. Like you said, be the more the local expert, be the mayor right yeah. now. Because yeah. again, when that comes, we're going to adjust to it. So many things have changed in the mortgage industry, the real estate industry over the years. It's just going to be another change that happens. And you, if you want to succeed, you have to be willing to adapt. You have to be the one who's going to be willing to step up, make the change and keep moving forward. Maybe you're not going to originate anymore. Maybe you will, you know, whatever it may be, there is change coming, whatever it is, but focus on what's important right now, being that mortgage expert, like you talked about. So I couldn't agree more with you there. Very, very cool. But do you you agree? Like, you know, we've got a good, like, you know, five to 10 years or so. of. Yeah. So, so it's like, you know, there, there's, you know, there's no question about it, you know, doubling down on this business and keep growing your practice um, is, is a smart move. Um, and just uh, I, I, where I do think actually, I think the huge opportunity also is, is not just being a mortgage person and yep. really no one's talking about this. I mean, if, if you think about this as a mortgage originator, you're dealt with every piece of information that no one else sees. So even if actually if you're sitting down with your financial advisor, you show them mostly everything, but maybe actually you don't say everything. You're going to get a mortgage. You show everything you possibly everything. can because you want to actually get the best possible rate. You want to do everything you can to, to get the best possible deal. So here you have all that information. And then, you know, the mortgage originates says, okay, good. We we'll close. We'll see you actually in seven years when it's time to refi again, statistically speaking. However, That's true. You now actually, so now you've taken on this huge obligation. You need some life insurance. Generally speaking, you know, once people start buying a home, it's the first big financial decision. It usually sets off other things, investments. It usually sets off saving for college. It usually sets off, uh, you know, a possibly long-term care planning. All of these other things come out of actually this major financial transaction. And I think we should be looking on being a complete financial solution. And there's not many people out there doing that. And it's unfortunate. You know, that's a really interesting point. So are you saying that originators should really start taking that piece on as well, or they should be surrounding themselves with referral partners to be able to refer that business to? So if they're getting their business from referral partners that are financial advisors, then obviously stay away from that. Um, sure. However, um, if, if that's not the case, 
Um, if, uh, you know, and if, and if they're not part of that team, they should be looking at becoming, you know, a, a full financial professional and being actually able to offer additional, additional services. And I just, I think there's, there's, there is a lot of value in being a complete financial solution because, I mean, you're, like I said, you're, you're dealing with every piece of information, every nook and cranny of financial, um, you know, nuance that you have in your life is going to be revealed to your mortgage person. You know, that's a really good point. And again, that's why Andrew Berman is, he's the influencer and that he has so much, he has so much knowledge. He, you've been there, you've seen all the different sides of it. So that's a really good point. I don't think I've, I, you said, no one's really talking about that. I think that's one of the first times I've heard that brought up. So that's exactly what you get guys. When you watch the show, you get little snippets, you get these little gems all the time. So very cool share. And with that, I mean, 15 minutes is full. Time flies when you're having fun. I mean, we, Andrew and I could, we could sit here and we could chat for hours. I mean, he brought up blockchain. You want to talk about a couple hour conversation. We get in a blockchain. We're not going to go even go there. But so let me ask you this. You, you know, I'm really big on challenging, challenging our audience. If there was something that you would challenge them, I know we've talked about being the digital mayor, but what would you challenge those who are, whether they're loan officers, real estate agents, those who are watching the show, what would you challenge them to go out and do within their business? So actually it's, it's interesting you say that, um, um, I'm going to be a little general and then I'll get a little more specific. So um, I noticed actually the, so when I saw you uh, last face to face at, uh, you know, agent 21, where you were speaking at, which was awesome. What a great event. Um, I finally had the guts to go, uh, you know, in front of the microphone and, and ask a question, you know, like I, I had a, uh, like a, a, a minute meet and greet with, uh, with Gary when, when we had the breakfast, but you know, we had actually the opportunity because the mic was there and people weren't going to the mic. So I went to the mic and it took me a long time to do it. Cause I, I'm, I'm a shy person. I, you know, People actually think I'm under the camera, but I'm, this is not me. I'm, I'm, I'm not a person that likes to be in front of the camera. So the microphone was there. No one was standing by it. I kept looking. I kept staring at it. And I finally came up the, gut, the guts to it. And I just got to the microphone. And then they stopped asking questions. Oh, but of course. <laughs> one of the things I did notice, and this is based, I looked at my heart rate monitor. And right before I went up, my heart rate was through the roof. And I also notice actually what, so when I go to work out, when I'm in a workout program, um, you know, my heart rate is going up. So those are the biggest actually things. And, and, I, and I looked at actually other points in my life or other points of that week, you know, where I, I had actually the biggest growth. And it's the things that actually that are uncomfortable that you don't want to do, but you know, you should do, you know, right. like whether it's asking the question to Gary or with starting a video. You know, I mean, listen, I, I think actually, and I talk about this, uh, this a lot. Um, so still actually here, I, I've been doing this actually for, I don't know, about, about um, six years. And uh, Josh, how long have you been doing it? Uh, like seven months. Okay. So my six years, I'm still not as good as you are after seven months. But my, my point is, is that if you look at the first time I went on camera and to now, huge difference. It, it, you, I hate to make this all about Gary, but you know something? Um, you think about actually his wine library. You go back and look at that first episode oh of wine God. library. Yep. You know, I mean, listen, he started out. He was pretty good. He started out like like a, like a, a strong five six out of out of uh, zero through ten. Um, oh, yeah. and, I mean, now actually, you look at the the wine library one thousand. Um, you know, he's I, I'd say like like, like a nine five, just because you got to leave some room to go to oh, ten. Of course. Uh, so there's just been improvement. So so even if you start this and you're a four and you suck, 
<laughs> there's just something ab about that actually you know and yeah you're going to lose some people like it's like this is horrible i don't want to watch it but you will connect to some people and you'll go from a four to a six or a seven if you just keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it when we're actually in the business of trust um you Love know that. like your like your dad said uh you know uh josh t uh, uh pitt um you know that that business of of trust and the best way actually to to gain that trust in front of actually a large audience of people actually who you maybe didn't have a chance to shake their hand is to do video um and yes, you're not going to be a Gary a, a Gary Vaynerchuk. You're not going to be a Josh Bitt. But but you know something, you can be your local digital mayor. So 100%. that's the big challenge. I, I'd probably say, which I'm sure you've talked to your audience about doing this. Uh, you know, at ad nauseum. So, but that's just it, Andrew. And that's what I love about you saying it is people. We say it all the time. They still don't do it though. So being reminded, it's the simple things that we don't do every single day that can help us be so successful. So even hearing it, hearing it from somebody like you, I think this, this is one of those episodes who that is truly inspiring because they see you with mortgage news network. They see you with NMP, everything that you've done and to hear your story saying, Hey guys, this is still uncomfortable for me. And I've been doing it for years. I've been doing it for years and years and years. It inspires people. That's what this show is all about. It's helping them get outside of that comfort zone. Like you're talking about get uncomfortable with it. Start somewhere, start today. And little by little by little, maybe you start a five or six, you can be that Gary. Anybody can be Gary started a five or six. Anybody can be there. Pick up there the you phone. go. Do it right now. Do it right now. So guys, some incredible wisdom, some things that were shared by Andrew T. Berman. I'm going to, every time I see you, man, now, now I'm just excited with the T. Berman. So uh, very, <laughs> no, very I'm cool. Excited about it. I've never been excited. Listen, my, my, my middle name is Todd. There's nothing exciting about the name Todd. And now you've actually added excitement to my middle name. I there love it. That's great, there Josh. You go, Thank you for all you're doing. You know, you're doing an unbelievable job of you know, bringing some really, really powerful uh, guests on your show um, and just kind of uh, you know, digging into their personality um, and helping them tell their story. Well, thanks, man. You've got an incredible story. Cannot thank you enough for joining us and for everything that you shared. Guys, take Andrew's challenge and go out and become the digital mayor today. Don't hesitate. Get uncomfortable. Go out and make it happen. As always, we appreciate you. We love you. And we hope you have a great day. See you soon. Thanks, Andrew.